This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. I am looking forward to this podcast, Chris, because, uh, as you know, we're having call-ins, and we haven't done it in a while, and it should be a good time. People should be fired up. I'll be sending that tweet out in about 10, 15 minutes. I have a feeling, Jerry, offensive line is going to be the uh, brunt of the uh, questions coming into (laughs) Well, well, Chris, (laughs) it's pretty much the first subject I'd like to hit on. I was excited to watch the first team play uh, Sunday, and then within five minutes, Mm -hmm. uh, panic panic set in, buddy. Um, (laughs) I saw saw an (laughs) offensive line that was... Every 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 nightmare scenario I thought uh, kind of came true in that game. Um, very concerned about almost the entire line, other than Nick Gates. I know Will Hernandez played well, but yeah, Andrew yeah. Thomas yeah. had a had a rough game. And then uh, look, I, I saw a quarterback who made a ridiculous throw to Caden Smith. And then I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Daniel Jones fans. He made a throw that you tell your 12 year old not to make uh, on the streets in New York or Trenton or pick a city. Uh, across your body, it just these. This is what we have with Daniel Jones. So look, I don't want to go all over the place to start with, but I guess Chris yeah. will will begin with the offensive line yeah. and our greatest fears manifest themselves in that game Sunday, bud. Yeah. So what <laughs> what were you thinking when uh, Josh Uche blew around Andrew Thomas and then Matthew? What the hell is Von Miller going to do? What the hell is Von Miller going to do? Right, right, right. Yeah, look, it, it was a horrific start for Andrew Thomas. Uh, in the first few series. Now, I just found out today, I don't know if this will ease your mind, Jerry, but the first sack was Andrew's fault. Got beat bad, right? Yeah. The second sack was not his fault. It was Ted Lawson's fault. I found that out from Joe Judge's mouth, who told somebody I know who told me. Okay. Um, Now, now, does that ease your mind? No. (laughs) I I get it. I'm just letting you know. That little tidbit on the second sack. Now he, there was a miscommunication where Matthew Judon was untouched right. and almost ended Jones's season. Right, that one right. hit. Um, we saw it a mile away from the press box, and we were all like, "Oh man, we saw Judon coming untouched." It was like, "Oh my God, is Daniel going to get up for that?" You know, right? Not a good start at all. Uh, doesn't ease anybody's minds. This offensive line is still a huge question mark. Andrew Thomas had a strong camp, but played like you know what the other night. Um, so people, rightfully so, are going to be like, "Well, what are we going to get out of this kid again in the second year? Is this going to be a horrific year from him? Right. Oh, it's going to be a mediocre year, you know?" Um, because he did not look good the other night. He admitted it uh, to Andrew's credit. He was up at the podium with us after the game, yeah, and he explained what he did wrong and all that, and. And it was a stand-up act by Andrew, but that doesn't ease anybody's mind. People want blocking, right? They want protection. They need, they need Daniel to get a chance. Daniel really had no chance here tonight, right? Only a few times. And he was under pressure a lot, man, you know. Um, and this isn't exactly the fearsome foursome up front for New England either, all right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> you know? Right. So, I mean, they got a young kid, Uche, out there that Belichick's high on. But, you know, we're, we'll talk about Josh Uche here. We're not, this isn't, uh, you know, an established pass rusher in this league. And he destroyed the Giants in the joint practices up in Foxborough, and he had his way the other night in the Meadowlands. You know, I've met life. You know, that's uh, so that. I guess that's a that's a great point and concerning because <laughs> if you're getting beaten practice like that, I guess you know no adjustments made on on Thomas's part on the offense's part. Like, I, and again, guys, it's preseason. I, I guess I shouldn't be 
going crazy, but this is all you have. Like, this is what you see. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I just figure if that was the case in practice, that they would have made some type of adjustment in the game. But You know, and Matt Pert continues to struggle a little bit. Uh, yep. That's why Soldo, I'm sure, got the start against New England Sunday night, right? Uh, so what, do you, what, it, what to expect, Jerry? Uh, well, expect that rotating stuff going on at right tackle again, you know? Yeah, and talk about a guy who was not a fan favorite, to say the least. Man, he was a sight for here's a sight for Suarez on the sidelines now. When he comes in, right. it's like, oh, at least we have Nate Solder to kind of hold it down, right? Right. And, and and you know what, Jerry? That's going to include left tackle too, dude. Yeah. So if Thomas is struggling out there and he's giving up hits and, and a sack and so on and so on. Yep. You know, Nate's that's his natural spot. I mean, you you could see him going over because Joe Judge isn't going to stand there. And watch his quarterback get killed because he's a number one pick. He'll throw Judge, uh, excuse me, he'll throw Solder in there. Yeah. If he has to, right. you know. So you know now the offensive line, a lot of cuts today. Uh, most of them are gone. Depth guys gone, right? They trade for Billy Price for BJ Hill. Uh, Chris, what can you tell us anything uh, about Billy Price? Uh, look, he, he was an f- excellent player in college. Uh, never panned out. He had injuries. He only played a little bit last year. Hasn't lived up to the expectations. He's been rated low every time he's played. Um, so he's a depth guy, and we'll see if the Giants can strike a little magic with him. Uh, but don't expect it. You know, and they go out. So that's a center guard guy, and they go out today, and they trade for Ben Bredesen of the Baltimore Ravens, a fourth-round pick for them last year. And is it a good sign the Ravens gave up? Johnny Harbaugh gives up on him in one year, and they trade him? No, probably not. So, uh, you know, so they bring him over his depth. The Giants were talking with the Ravens for, I understand, for a couple of weeks trying to make a deal. Um, you know, it kind of became a little expendable when they signed Zyla. But you don't give up a young talent, Jerry, a second-year offensive lineman. So that's, that should tell you right there. What I know about Brandison was good play. I remember him a little bit at Michigan. Uh, big, big, strong kid. Uh, not the most athletic dude, sort of like a Shane Lemieux in a way, you know, what they have now, Jerry, you know, and, and you know, Jerry, Will Hernandez, you brought it up before he had a good night. You know, he's had a pretty good camp, Will. Yeah. He's had a pretty good camp, you know, and he played pretty good the other night against New England. He has a bit of problem in this camp. Either has Andrew Thomas all up until the other night, you know. Right, right, right. And now left guard, as we learned a few hours ago, Jerry, um, Shane Lemieux has the partially torn patella. Um and he's going to try to play through it. He had a, he walked through a little bit today. Um, I talked to Shane a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm sure a lot of people read it in the paper, right, Jerry? Um, no, not yet. Yeah. Um, well, well, people. We, I'm sorry, it's a little early in the week. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. We, I'm, we mailed I'm, yesterday. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. It's Tuesday. So, so real quick, everybody, those of you who do subscribe, I apologize in advance for my 53 man because it was so bad. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, for some reason, I thought it was later in the week. Anyway, <laughs> when, you, when you get the paper in, in your mailboxes soon, uh, Shane told me, you know, he goes, I'm not missing time. I'll be there, you know. Yeah. But there's only so much you could do with his injury. But if there's one guy, Jerry, that can't play on it, yeah. it's this dude. This guy refuses to accept pain. It was a great interview, he, by the way. You know, uh, oh, thank you, man. You know, he, he, you know, it's like Dalton in Roadhouse when they ask him, when the yeah. nurse asks him about pain, he goes, pain, you know. Pain, pain, pain doesn't, doesn't hurt. hurt. Pain, pain doesn't hurt. hurt. You know, that's what you was that? Thought you'd be bigger. Nice, nice right. reference. Roadhouse, baby. <laughs> so that's where the muse at. But Jerry, look, if you can't cut, you can't plant. You know, there's only so much. Even yeah. a tough guy like Shane can't handle. So uh, now yeah. you got Billy Price. You got Brandon. Let them. If Lemieux can't go, according to Judge today, he'll he's going to kind of determine what's up with Lemieux in the next few days. Mm-hmm. 
and then you know they're going to work Bredesen and they're going to work Billy Price in um, to who's going to start a left guard. As far as Saquon goes, Jerry, middle of next week, next Wednesday will be the first injury. Imagine that, Jerry, the first injury report will be out for opening game. Yeah, and they'll start determining on Saquon where he's at. Galday looked better. He's been looking better and better. He walked through practice today. He looks like he's getting close. What about Slayton? Uh, Darius Slayton walked through today. All right, he did some things that he's expected to play against Denver right now. And Kadarius Tony looked. Kadarius Tony, Jerry is a kid that got COVID, and it really wiped his body out, dude. It okay. really wiped his body out. And COVID affects people in different ways. Some guys wow. can come back in seven days yeah. and they're good. Some guys it takes, you know, just takes everything out of you. And 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 that's what happened with Kadarius. And then he tried to ramp it up a little quick. He pulled the hamstring or a calf. He got. Got a little tweak there, and he's building his way back. Okay, okay. Um, so that's good information because there's a lot mm -hmm. of uh, I don't want to say hatred, but there's a lot of frustration with Kadarius Tony right now. Yeah. And to know that um, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make you feel better, but at least it's it's a little more. Yeah, it's a little more. There's a little more transparency around it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, Jerry? It was a mystery, even to me, to us. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing here, Coach? And you keep saying, you know, and then somebody whispered in my ear about. Three days ago, Jerry, about three yeah. or four. As a matter of fact, when was the Patriot game? Sunday? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It was before the Patriot game. It was a couple of days ago. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking it's the end of the week, but it's a couple of days no, ago. No, I know. I know. And um, somebody kind of whispered, yo, Chris, um, that COVID really wiped this kid out. Okay. And it took oh. him a while to get strength back. He tried to push it a little quick, tweak the hamstring a bit, slash maybe even calf. They were being a little mysterious with that. But, you mm. know, that's Joe. That's Coach Judge. And, but that's where <laughs> yeah. we're at. So Kadarius is ramping up more and more. We'll see if he's able to go. Okay. Um, now, um, I guess we get into cuts some more, Jerry. I'll go to you first. Um, what surprises did you have in a 53? Well, um, you know, Chris, the, <clears throat> the biggest surprise, obviously, is Sam Beal making it. But mm -hmm. it doesn't aggravate me. I, I think when you watch that yeah, game right, right. Sunday, right, mm -hmm. you could tell pretty quickly, like, Brightwell's making this team, right? I had him on the practice squad and Clement making it based on everything you said, everything we saw. Um, and then the game starts, and it's Brightwell's playing. Sills isn't playing. Pettis is playing. So there were mm -hmm. some that you could see, like, all right, I know what they're doing here. Um, no, no surprise at, like, like middle linebacker, those the four that they kept. Like, getting rid of... Um, I guess Odenabo was a little surprising because we just signed him, but it wasn't right. like I wasn't mad about it. I think the most aggravating one for me is keeping Ross over Sills because, you know, look, man, I, I think they have something in Sills. He's a tall mm -hmm. target, yeah. gets open, catches the ball. Ross is Ross. He's that guy. He's just always on the injured list. It's always a hamstring or something. That was the one that just annoyed the hell out of me when I saw it. But like, Cutting the off back off offensive linemen and getting new ones, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's my god, yep. it, it's the, the starters are bad enough, but the reserves were terrible. They had to do yeah. something. <laughs> so, so I guess, I guess Chris, Beal, I guess Beal making it, Sills getting cut, and Ross not starting off on IR was surprising to me. CJ Board did yep. not surprise me. I felt he deserved it, but right. those were the the big shockers for me. Right. Well, Jerry, you know. The advantage I have of being around the team mostly every day is that you see what the coaches might be thinking. Yeah. You see who's out there with reps. So I'm sitting there Sunday night, and I'm not Monday morning quarterback because you saw my tweets. You remember what I said? I yeah. said, as much as I like Sills and Adam, yeah. but 
I don't think he's going to make this 53. You saw that tweet, right, Jerry? Everybody saw it. Yep. Why? Okay, Chris, so why did you tweet that? Did he stop playing well? Did he slow down? Well, not really, but here's the thing. So the last week of practice and then the, the preseason game against the Patriots, right? Right. I'm sitting there, and when Sills didn't get into the second half, I think the middle of the third quarter maybe it was, a fourth, five, right. late, late in the third maybe, Jerry? Late I said in the them, third. I said to myself – He's in trouble. He's not going to make this roster. Right. Um, Pettis came on. Yep. Played he well did. Did. the last week or so. Yeah. Um, CJ Board, I've been telling you this. Yeah. I've been I telling agree. everybody this. They love him. Yep. They like him. Especially and they teams. should. They should. They, you could give him some good snaps if he has to play receiver and yep. all that. So that's why I put that out there, dude. I was like, well, Pettis is coming on. He's going to make this team. Sills isn't. And they're going to hope he gets through the waivers and put him on the practice squad. Now, We'll see if that happens. I could definitely see somebody picking him up, right? Yeah, Signing yeah. For what I understand, uh, Belichick up in Foxborough kind of liked him a lot. Doesn't mm. mean he's going to sign him, but he likes his size from what I understand, you know? Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens there. They got three or four receivers themselves, and we'll see if, you know, it's a back-end roster guy and all that. Now, the other guy, Jerry, um, I'm, I'm there Sunday night, and I see Brightwell playing in the first half. And a, a guy next to me, I said to a guy next to me in the in the press box, I said, hmm, you know, I think Clement's going to make this team, but yep. I don't like the way this is going about. I, I should have said not that I don't like it, yeah, just yeah, yeah. the way this is going about, Clement might be in trouble. Yep. This guy next to me goes, oh, no, no, Chris, you know, it, it's just that they know what they have in Clement. I look at him like this. I look at him, I go, dude. Trust me on this. Thought the same thing. Why you say that? Because Jerry, I saw Brightwell's reps getting increased. Right. More and more up to right. leading up to the game. Not a kid. Yeah. He's got good hands. Yeah. He's nice little feet. He's mm -hmm. a nice little player. He is. Catches the ball well out of the back. Catches the ball. You reported right? that early on. Right. So I saw Clement come in that second. Now, if Corey, if they, if it was a case of well, we know we got Clement. He's making the team. We want to look at Brightwell. Mel Corey would have never been in there in the second half. Right. You know, they would have gave Penny a few times. You know, whatever the hell, may, maybe Command gets to see. I don't know. But he was playing in the second half, Command. Right. And I looked at that and I said, whoa, Command could be in trouble here. Yeah. They might go with Brightwell, you know? Yep. yep. Uh, now, I knew Brightwell was staying. Uh, yeah. I just would I thought he, I thought he would be on the practice squad, one of the guys they protected every week because he was a draft pick. But so, I thought practice squad. Right. So I saw that, Jerry. Yeah. And, dude, you know, being around the team, you see what they're thinking, dude. Yep. You know? Yep. And I said to this guy, who I reminded on a text this morning, uh, did I not tell you about Clement? Could be in trouble? <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, look, you know, you know, Brywell was getting the snaps. He was getting the reps. Yeah. And he wasn't being a tomato when he got his reps. Right. He was producing. The kid looked good. Right. So... That, one other, you know. one other, real quick, one other surprise yeah. was, and I'm not mad again, not mad about it, but BJ Hill being traded, right? Mm -hmm. And they, you know, I, I just thought that Gettleman would be holding on to these draft picks, and then you sent the tweet out about the 2018 class, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, man, you, you really hope Barkley and Lorenzo Carter, and, and, and even to a lesser extent Hernandez can do something because, oof, you know, you have BJ Hill, Rocky McIntosh, and Kyle Aletta, gone, yeah. gone, gone. So yeah, now Jerry. You know, and I'm not going to – look, I, I didn't put an official 53 out because it, 
to me, it's like, oh God, the it's, IR. It's a worse. And, it's a worse exercise than mock draft, <laughs> right? And, but I think you know me a long time now, Jerry. I think the people who listen and people follow, no, I don't bullshit, brother. Right. I'm not gonna Monday morning say, oh yeah, I had BJ, you know, getting cut a trade. Uh, excuse me, I had BJ. You know, I didn't even have BJ making a 53, dude. Yeah. So they wound up. Tra- if the Giants didn't weren't gonna keep him, which I, from what I understand. They weren't, okay? Wow. And they wound up getting a player for him. So it's a good move by Dave. Yeah. Now, this Raymond Johnson kid, yeah. Hey, I, I've tweeted it. I said, this kid's opening in some eyes. You know? Yep. Um, and he played well this summer, played pretty decent in these preseason games, and he won the job. And they traded BJ for a guy, Jerry, probably wasn't even gonna, I'm not even sure he was gonna make the 53, dude. I didn't even have him making the 53. Yeah. I had Raymond Johnson making it. I had oh. him. I had them both making it. Again, I just had him making it because it was, well, it was a Gettleman draft pick. But I had Johnson as well, again, based on what you're saying on the right. podcast and, pers- and uh, right. you know, via text. So, Right. And now, you know, Jerry, no other real su- uh, surprises. Beal, yeah, obviously that was a surprise. But let's not – everybody's got to remember something now. This 53 is not set in stone. This is going to change in the next few days. This, this week – Next week, you know, they're going to be bringing, like, like Nate Ebner was at the facility today. Mm. Looked pretty good. I'm sure Judge is going to bring him back, so somebody's got to go, right? Yeah, yeah. You got seven receivers now. Are you going to carry seven? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, Who, maybe one of them goes. You know, you got, li- you know, you got linebackers, you know, uh, you know you, 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 you're going to see some, somebody has to go, right? If they yeah. bring Ebner back. Now, the one surprise now, I have to be honest with you, Jerry, Oh. I had a couple of colleagues. Yeah. You know what? I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. I know people. <laughs> Jordan Raynon and Pat Leonard. Pat Leonard was dealing with Jordan Raynon on ESPN. Were telling me for a week and a half that Colin Gillespie is making the squad. I can't believe it, dude. And I looked at Jordan and Pat. He's smoking crack. I'm like, get the, how are we going to have two fullbacks? I know he's a special teams guy, but how are you going to carry this guy? I mean, are we talking about... You know, who was the guy in the Bills, Jerry, the Hall of Fame, a special team? Around? Tasker. Uh, Steve Tasker, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah. I said, are we talking about Steve Tasker here? I mean, are, <laughs> are we for real? Renee Thompson. You know, we did this with Ebner last year, although he got a few snaps at safety. and He was he bombed out, but he was basically a special. And he was all right. Yeah. All right? And now we're going to bring Gillespie. I mean, all I know is, Jerry, and they were looking at me, and they kept saying, Chris, I'm telling you, yeah. he's going to make the team. I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, you know. So here's the point. They were right, and I acknowledge. I actually reached yeah. out to. I actually reached out to Pat and Jordan today. I said, "All right, you got me. You were you right. Win. I was dead yeah. wrong." But I tell you what, Jerry, they Gillespie had better be damn good on special uh, I, teams. I, I better see a play like Julian Love made <laughs> right. uh, Sunday night. That's what I want to see once All a right. game. He better be damn good to be carrying him on this roster. And yeah. I didn't see it in preseason. I haven't really seen it in camp. No. We'll see now starting against Denver September 12th. But, you know, carrying this guy just for special teams, I get it happens to really good special teams guys. I understand that. But, hey, come on. I mean, uh, we'll see. If he's, well, he better be too because he's a full, it's a fullback. It's not corner or wide receiver, man. Yeah. Like, you're going to carry two fullbacks because one of them is really good at special teams. Like you said, he better yeah. be damn good. And Jerry, Eli Penny was one of the better special teams guys last year. So right. it's not and like he doesn't play special teams, you know? Right, right. So, 
Interesting move there. I was dead wrong. I kind of looked at those two guys like, stop smoking crack, both of you. And they were looking at me like, I'm telling you, Chris. I'm like, okay. They were yeah. right. I get it. Yeah. Um, uh, um, and that, to me, that's like, what are we doing? Now, it'd be interesting, I mean, like I said. That's, that, and that's, that's when I feel insecurity. When you say, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so the whole basic, the offensive line depth that I've been tweeting about is horrific all summer right they're basically all gone slay all gone every single one guys Burton, jonathan harrison yeah i knew oh that was another thing jerry quickly i'm sorry then you could jump in no. so the other night when ted loss is playing center the same guy to my left i said i know they want to cross train loss and take a look at him more but he, they know what he could do he's a veteran and harrison's not playing that's not a good sign for jonathan harrison either yeah. No, it's preseason. They know Harris is on the team. They know what he can play center. I said, okay. Well, Jonathan Harrison got cut too. <laughs> right? Chris, no, so, all I was going to say was you, you sit there and you're saying how bad the backups are. Yeah. None. Gone. None of them survived. Yeah. Solder yeah. and two new guys. That's yeah. it. Right. Uh, Jerry, I see these wow. Dude, I see these guys every day. Uh, and, and I'm looking at them like, Wow. This depth is not good. The best one's Nate Solder by far, you know? By leaps and bounds. And he survived. (laughs) All right? He survived. And then they had to go out and get Billy Price and his Benson and probably one other guy. Don't, don't, you know, they're going to look at the waiver wire now. You know? Think about that, Chris. There were five or six backups all gone. Right. So (laughs) now they went with with the unknown. They're like, you know what? These guys coming in, they have to be better. Anyway. Right. Sorry. No, 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 no. You, you're right, Jerry. Uh, now, you know, Alex Bachman, they put him on IR. Yeah. Uh, Austin Mack, IR. Mm. Uh, they're out for the year. Uh, yeah. But they get, they get, they get, they'll get have him for next year's camp. You know. What, did they make a decision on Aaron Robinson yet? I didn't see it. Aaron Robinson's on PUP. Okay. okay. So we're going to look at like an Xavier McKinney type scenario with Aaron yeah. Robinson. Okay. Well, you'll see him in October and November. I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. McKinney, after he started slowing down for him, you saw the impact he started making. Oh, yeah. I feel it'll be the same way with Aaron Robinson. But that's where we're at with Aaron Robinson. Jerry, on that side of the ball, stick with that side of the ball. Um, I know a couple of people are like, oh, Madre Harp, a little surprised by that. Ah, no. He, he, he was not good at the end of camp and in that no. Cleveland game. and in Surprise, that, you know, not at all. In New England game. No. Not a surprise, Jerry. Um, now, let's get to Odenabo. Now, Jerry, me personally... I wouldn't get. I wouldn't release him then about even though he really isn't the right fit mm-hmm. for Patrick Graham's system. He he never really looked comfortable standing up, playing the outside back, and all that. He's he's a better player with his hand in the ground like he was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that being said, he could still get you some pressures and some and some drops. You know, from that edge spot. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I would have let him go. I think yeah. I would have hung on to him, but they decided that he really wasn't the fit here, and they moved on from him. You know, that was a little bit of a surprise. Not yeah, a total surprise, surprise. Yeah. but a little bit of a surprise. But I also knew he wasn't the right fit, so it didn't shock me, Jerry, when they did release him. But me personally, dude, I would have held on to the dude because the dude could still get you some things. He still get you some things going on off that edge. He was one of the twenty six I had wrong on my fifty three, Chris. Yes, I thought they were going to keep him as well. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> Jerry, I, I had him down on the 53 too, dude. Yeah. I'm you just know? saying uh, it was just one of many I right. had wrong. I, I'm just saying that it, it wasn't a surprise he got cut because he really wasn't the yeah. right fit. So, yeah. you know, 
Now, your boy, Devontae Downs, finally was oh. cut. <laughs> thank you. Know, sorry. I know he has a family probably, but my thank God I don't have to watch him. I hope he gets I hope he hits gets somewhere else and, and has a long career, but yeah, I don't need to see him anymore. Jerry, Evan Ingram. Um now we don't know where we're at with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I could tell you this when yeah. he came off the field the other night against New England, I, I didn't like the look at his yep. his actions on the sideline. He, he was like this at first, and that, like like shit, I'm in pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like like it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Not a good sign. I, when guys, when I'm at the game, Jerry, when guys get injured, I always like to watch them when they get to the sideline. Right. They usually tell you by their body action, yeah. you could usually tell if it's bad, if it's good. They're not concerned. Yep. The whole deal, you know. He came off the field and he was wiping his face like this. Yep. I saw him, you know, look up at the skies. I'm saying to myself, "Oh my God, he must have pulled this damn thing or did something. At least, at least strained it enough where he knew he was going to miss time." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll find out where we are, but Evan. In the next few days, but um, I don't know if he's looking good for game one, dude. And and the story, it's the same old story. You know, he injured again. Can't stay healthy. Just can't stay healthy. Having a great camp, but right now he might be down the first few games. You know, don't forget, Jerry, the Washington game's a quick turnaround. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Then you yep. get the 10 days off. So, yeah. Kyle Rudolph, Jerry, we don't know where we're at. If you ask your gun to my head right now, I say he plays week one. Okay. Saquon, I say he plays week one. Yeah, I think he does too. You know, um, Galladay, I say he plays week one. Yeah. Kadarius, not sure about. Right. You know, he's got a lot of catching up to do. Not sure about him. But I I think those other guys, you expect to see them against Denver. Good stuff, man. Um, I sent out the tweet. We have, it looks like we have 28 people watching and two that have called in. Uh, You want to do any, say, talk about anything else before we get to the calls? Uh, I'm just, and you want to add, uh, Rodarius Williams been yeah, talking about him all camp. I'm happy. He made it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure these guys will have stuff that we didn't think about because there's a lot that's happened since, uh, since Sunday. Uh, but no, Rodarius Williams, man, uh, good for him. And, yeah. and, you know, you gotta give the Giants some credit for, for making that pick in round six when we thought, oh man, they have so many corners. What are you doing? Well, that's mm-hmm. why you take best player available that late. So, and, and Jerry, he was with the ones the other night. Yeah, right. And you he know, looks, when, looks, you know, good. Dor- looks like he belongs. He looks like he belongs, right? He dude? does. He totally does. It's, it's the body the, language and everything. Right. It's not a big stage for this kid, bro. No, no. You could tell he's, he. You could tell he's there. Like, yeah, I belong here. You know looks, what I mean? Looks good doing it. And he looked better the other night, right? He, you know, he, he gave up some catches against the. Uh, was it the Browns? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first game he played. Well, yeah, the uh, Browns. He he struggled. Yeah. Right. But the he, Jets. He, Jets game. He, the Jets, Jets game. Really but he struggled. hung in there. Yeah. Kept competing. Right, made a play, fumble recovery, the whole act. Yeah, and then he, Brown's a little bit better, and yeah. I thought he was good the other night against New England. Yep. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why he's out there with the ones, dude. When Adore obviously didn't play Sunday, he, there's a reason why they threw him out there with the ones. Yep. They they love the way this kid competes and plays. Yep. So you know, obviously no surprise there. You know, um, just looking at the other positions, I don't really see any really surprises, Jerry. Um, I thought Trent Harris might get it, but he survived. Yeah, did. Right now, Ellison Smith. I talked to Ellison. I actually saw Ellison in the, down in the tunnel um, at the end of the New England game and asked him how he was doing. And he said, you know, he's real close. So the Giants kept him on 53. That I could change as yeah. some roster moves are made. But yeah. Ellison, you know, told me he, he's feeling really good. Right. But he hasn't done much, Jerry. He's way behind. You know, right. he, hasn't, he hasn't really done much. So 
Um, anything else, Jerry? May have surprised you? Any other positions? That's it, right? No, not nothing else surprising me. No, not really. Okay. All right, that's All right, where we're at, folks. And things will change. We'll see who gets healthy. <laughs> uh, Daniel, yeah, Jerry, you hit on. You know, he throws the ball across his body. I was, I got to be honest with you, dude. <laughs> I was kind of praying that. Evan didn't sit there, and he screwed up that it wasn't Daniel. I know. Uh, but I was wrong. I mean, I, look, we asked Daniel afterward. Daniel said it was all his fault. But Daniel's done that in the past where it hasn't been his fault. So Yeah, right, right. But then finding out down that, yeah, no, Daniel just – and look, Jerry, he was 17 to 22, 135, whatever he had. Did some good things the other night, Daniel. But, Jerry, in year three – You can't make that throw. In the red zone, come on, man! You cannot have that turnover, dude. You can't. And it, it was and this such is a bad I, throw. And this is what I mean about up and down, up and down. We have to get it up, 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 up. Okay, maybe a little blip. Up, 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 up. Not up, right. down, up, down, up, down. Right. You know what I'm getting at, Jerry? You yeah, know? Yeah. Then you see the throw to Caden Smith, and I think it was credit Tom Rock for his tweet. He he fumbled what he was saying, but then he's like. What I'm trying to say is there is no quarterback in the league who can make that throw and mm-hmm. also make the throw he made on the goal line. There's no other one else, no one else that does it. It's Manning. <laughs> it's Manning. Like, what the hell was and that? I, and I, I hate to say it, Jerry. Yeah. But there's another guy that does that sometimes a lot too. And he's now starting for the Saints. <laughs> Where right. Jameis Winston could make two right. unbelievable right. throws. And then he'll he'll throw a ball to the wrong jersey, and you're like, what the hell? Well, you know, I saw. Look, l- l- sorry if you're watching, Lisa. There used to be another guy who did that, but he gave you two Super Bowls, so you just okay. It's fine. That's, that's just him. But it reminded me a little like, okay, all right, we're gonna do this all over again, huh? For the next 15 years. I mean, as long as you win some Super Bowls, I'm okay with it. But you, you gotta come with greatness with it. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's look. Uh, Daniel's gonna get his weapons back, and hopefully, he doesn't get killed the first game against Denver and Washington the following week. <laughs> And um, we'll see where we're at, buddy. But you know what, Jerry? We started talking about this back in April, May. Hmm. But here we are, dude. Tomorrow is September 1st. Yeah. We're 11 days away. It's showtime. You know what I mean? It's showtime, brother. Yep. So. Good stuff, buddy. Hang on, folks. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners. And buffoons all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight 
that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your Cover 2 defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and, and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. All right, we got three in the queue. First up is Joey Z. And I just admitted him, and we'll see what happens. It's been a while since we did this. I'm sure there'll be some glitches. I just hit admit, and he did not come up. All right, Joey. Three, two, one. Joey. Trevor Donnelly's next. Let's try him. Trevor Donnelly's coming up. You ready? Yes. What's up, man? All right, cool. Uh, first thing, Gettleman massacred Sills and kept and kept wow. Peel. I don't I don't know how that happened. Trevor, and Trevor, Trevor you coming out, Trevor's coming out swinging, Jerry. Right off the bat. <laughs> I was a big advocate on the Sills army on Twitter this morning. Very I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> but who did then, they who did they keep that you were aggravated with instead? Uh the corner, the terrible corner. Uh <laughs> blanket on it. Sam Beal, exactly. Like they put yeah. in, who was the wide receiver they put in in the in the Browns game, and he uh, he played better than sealed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joey, wait one so, second, bud. We got Trevor on, but thanks. So, Tre so Trevor, you're not happy with Gettleman. I guess that's safe to assume. I just wanted Sills. I just don't think I just don't think he lived up. I thought Sills performed a lot better, especially like. Chris, do you think if he makes – if uh, Glennon doesn't overthrow that touchdown play that when oh, – That was so bad, two guys, wasn't it? Do you think no, he has, no. I tell you what, Trevor. I, I was just – Good question. I, I was just – that's a great question, dude. Um, I was just talking about it with Jerry. We were recording the pod before we came on with you. And when I was sitting in the booth the other night, I could see the way this was going down that Sills wasn't making a team, bro. He wasn't making a team. Uh, they they like Board and Pettis a little bit better. Now I'm not saying they're right, Trevor. Me, I, I, I you saw my tweets the whole summer. Like it's gonna be hard to cut this kid, right? Yeah. Um, but Pettis came on a little bit. Sills kind of eh, slowed down a bit, but they feel that Pettis could do more as far as he's an exper experienced receiver and he's a special teams guy. And dude, look. Special teams is everything to judge. We see it here. They're keeping a guy, Gillespie, of course, the special teams. They traded for Croson, special teams. I don't know. He could play a little corner, but he, he wasn't even playing tonight, Croson, right? It was, it was with Darius Williams playing over him. They, this is all special teams. And, and CJ Board is a guy, you saw it. They got him returning kickoffs, returning punts. You know what? He'll give you some quality snaps when he plays receiver. They love him. I've been saying that for a while. Don't be surprised if he makes a team because they love him. He made the team. 
Same thing with Pettis. He came on. They like his experience. They feel his kick could do some things. You know, uh, let's not forget he was a high pick. Now, Dante even admitted the other night he was very inexperienced with Kyle Shanahan. Didn't get along with Kyle. Uh, felt it was a lot of it was his fault. They didn't get a shot. Feels he's getting it here. He wants to make the opportunity. So, look, obviously Sills will be back in the practice squad if, if he clears waivers. Okay. Um, but I get his frustration, dude. A lot of people frustrated over the Sills thing. Um, and uh, but I'm just telling you the way they were thinking, dude. You know, yeah. so we'll Trevor, see how it plays out, Trevor. We literally just spoke about it, yeah. So, and who else, Trevor? Who else are you talking about? Oh, Sam Beal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, nobody's more surprised than me, Trevor. I had him launched <laughs> back <laughs> in the downs. I thought we're first shot, first shot are gone, yeah, but yeah. Look, Trevor, I had Beal launched back in June. Um, he, I, I don't think he did anything that you know. That he well enough that he should have stayed. I'm hoping Trevor, and it's better not be true. But you know, since he was a third round supplement pick, they're a little thin on corners. You know, Dory got went down, but he's coming back and all that. That Dave Gettleman didn't force this on Judge because he was a third round to save face. Now you ask me, Trevor, Chris, would he do something like that, Gettleman? I wouldn't put it past Dave to do something like that. I really wouldn't, dude. Uh, now that now was Bill horrific. No, he wasn't. Is he a little physical on that on, on the outside there? You know, he'll come up and put a little hit on you. Yeah, he will. I was just surprised he made the squad, Trevor. But that doesn't mean he's going to be on the 53 in 48 hours, dude. You know, we'll see how this plays out. Anything else? I was just going to say, too, like, where do you think the the new linemen are going to fit in? Are they going to be, like, more role guys? Or are they going to, like, be fighting for a starting spot? Okay, well, me and Jerry were just talking about this. Look, Shane Lemieux's got a partially torn patella. Chris, it's good to know that we have the true heartbeat of every Giants fan because we just talked about everything this guy's yeah. asking. Trevor yeah. Asking. So, so guess what? Now, Shane Lemieux told me personally, he's not missing time. He's going to go. That doesn't mean anything because if that injury is serious enough where he can't plant, cut, all that, pull, they love to play that power gap game to Giants. If he can't do all those things, he's not going to be able to go. And that's where Billy Price and the new kid that he just picked up – they're going to compete for that left guard spot, dude. There's nobody else, Trevor. Quentin, listen, Trevor, Quentin Nelson isn't coming here tomorrow. <laughs> so that's where we're at, dude. Nice. Billy Price or the new kid, Ben, uh, uh, how you say his name, Bredenson? Yeah. They'll compete, Trevor, for the next two weeks if Shane can't go against Denver. Oh, he has to go on IR, Shane. You know, we'll see. Thanks, all Trevor. Right. That's all, guys. Thank you. All right, Thanks, brother. Man. Take care. Appreciate it, bud. Joey Z. Hello, Joey, sir. Are. Yes, sir. What are you I got doing? a question. How you doing, bud? How you hitting them? How's golf going? You know what, Joey? I was in the eighties, low eighties yesterday, and then the heat got me because I'm an old. You know what? I freaking on sixteen on a dog right. Oh. I totally blew the hole. Hit seven. I got frustrated. I want to snap my club off somebody's head. My last two holes are hard, but I wound up like an eighty-eight. I was pissed, Joey. To be honest, that's with you. all right. But you know That's what, Joey? Right. I gotta be honest with you. I'm sick of playing golf in 95 plus weather. Next week the weather's gonna be in the 70s. I look forward to getting yeah. out, there, brother. Not for too much longer. So yeah, hang in there. What's going on, brother? I, I got a question about waiver claims. All right, so the waiver claims are determined by where you finish the previous year, and it's your draft order, right? Yeah. But because the Giants traded from 11 to 21, is your waiver order then the 21st from where you selected, or does it go by the original order of which no, it was? No, I believe Joey's the original right. one. Yeah. yeah, the original one. All yeah. right, because that yeah. way we'll have a you know, a chance to get some of these guys that yeah. we're putting claims yeah. in for, which I'm sure. Hey, Joey, look, look, look for an offensive lineman. Good yeah. question. Look for and, another offensive lineman, dude. 
Yep, yeah. definitely. And a tight end, hopefully. Uh, Depending on, yeah. One last thing. The, do you think the rotation, I know why Judge is doing it, the rotation of these offensive linemen, they want everyone to feel comfortable with each other. But with the lack of continuity, shouldn't he just put the best five out there and say, listen, guys, go through hell, get through it together, so they can come out on the other side more experienced faster? Because if you keep mixing and matching, you know, certain guys play well. You know, Andrew Thomas plays well next to Shane Lemieux. Since he's been out, he's been struggling. I don't know if that's a direct correlation. I, I think, yeah, I think he would do that if they – could show that they won't get Jones killed, right? I think if yeah. he's going to ride a hot hand if they're playing well, I think he's going to make the changes. I hate to always reference hockey, but it's like John Tortorella when he coached the Rangers, like, oh, this line sucks. We're going to change it up. And that's just how it is. If they're struggling, they're going to he's going to try different combinations, which, he, which is why he likes the versatility. So, yeah, man, if, if they're doing well, I think he'll leave them out there. I think he'll want the continuity. Well, Chris? we'll see. Yeah, Joey, look. Joe Judge comes from a program where one of the best offensive line coaches ever coached in this league, Dante Scarnecchia, was Great. the Patriots offensive line coach Great for a long name. time. Great okay? last name. Yeah, nice Italian last name, Joey, you know? <laughs> yep. Um, and what they did, a lot of times in New England, they would do that little rotation in and out, the left tackle, the right tackle, the right tackle play left tackle one series. Now, do I agree with it, Joey? No. So that's where Judge – has that mentality of like, okay, if I have to rotate soul and pert, I will. Now, I don't agree with it, Joey. I like, you know, most guys, they like those starting five and let them get used to each other. But I'm just telling you the mentality of Joe Judge is that he has no problem rotating. And he basically told us the other night after the Patriot game that, yeah, kind of look for that with Pert and Judge. Yeah. Now, as bad as Andrew Thomas played, if that continues, Joey... You're going to see Solder over there on the left side, too, dude. Yeah. It would part. Oh, let's know? hope not. That would blow everything up. Yeah, we'll need all the 11 of draft picks for next year because it's got to replace the line in half the offense. Yeah. Look, Joey, I'm old school like that, brother. I like to start in five, let them, let, let them know each other in and out, and play them. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, he comes from a program where Dante Scarnecchia and some guy named Belichick had no problem rotating positions on our offensive line. That's where he gets it from, brother. You know, um, and he, you know, even Nick Saban in Alabama, he would do it too with a sophomore and a freshman. He'll rotate in and out and this and that. So that's where he's learned it from. Hopefully, Pert plays well enough, Joey. Thomas plays well enough. But that doesn't. It's not even a consideration, dude. You know, that's where we're at. But after after the other night, Joe, do you have, do you feel confident in that? Zero confidence at <laughs> all. He was getting blown up left and right. I was like, are you kidding me? Let me ask right. Jerry, Jerry and Joey. Let me ask you something. Did it look as bad to me as it did in the stadium? It looked worse. It just looked terrible. I, I thought to myself, I want. It's funny you asked that because I thought I wonder if it looks as bad live, but because it, it just was atrocious on TV. Well, put it this way: it was my daughter's first game ever. She's ten years old, and she's like, "Why does a guy keep running around him to get the quarterback?" <laughs> so that's a good question. Are you so, an idiot? You an idiot tonight, Joey? Yeah, oh, yeah. You I should was. reach out to me, brother. You should yeah. tell me where you are, Joey. Funny you say that. Funny you say that. I was getting texts from my daughter who she's going to every game now. She has my tickets. She's going to college up there. And she was texting me, "Why? Why are they getting to the? Why are they getting to the quarterback so quickly?" I'm like, "Oh, now you're after 18 years of watching with me, never paid attention, but she's there now." So yeah, yeah. Anyway, did you, at least did you tell her, Jerry? That's not really the objective here, man. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. And then she asked me, "What's with 86? He can't catch." I'm like, "Okay." So anyway. I know you have a lot of people waiting. Thank you so much for taking my call, guys. I appreciate Joey, it. Joey, talk soon. Have a good brother. one. All right, take Good care. Up, buddy.
Oh, here we go. Mike Tepsik. <clears throat> Mike. Can you hear me, guys? Oh, that yeah. is a great, great reception. Oh, my God. You got a million-dollar system there, Mike? Mike, do you have a <laughs> podcast? Sorry, we got to yeah, get this guy's system. To, to be to be quite honest with you, we actually do. I'm I'm from calling from over here from Switzerland. Nice. Oh man, you got and, a radio uh, voice, dude. Yeah, thanks, thanks. And uh, a friend and a friend of I are doing a, a football podcast for the German speaking market over here. Awesome. And uh, so we have a little setup going on over here as well. Um, first of all, on, it's really Mike. great to seeing you guys. Been been listening to you guys for over two years now. Um, thank you, and, uh, thank you. you know, over here, we barely get any kind of sports radio and nothing uh, team related at all. Right. Uh, so it's been really a godsend finding you for you guys' podcast and, and not just because you give such great information and um, and on all, all, all the info on the Giants, but because you guys just, you know, you kept it light during a time that really wasn't the past, you know, year, year and a half. Yeah, so yeah. really appreciate everything you guys do. Appreciate first, that. First oh, thank you very much, Michael. Thank you very much. Um, but I, I have a question. Maybe, Chris, you might be able to answer this. So everybody's all fessed up um, about the about the offensive line. You know, everybody, the, the whole O-line looks freaking terrible, and uh, <laughs> Jones can't do anything. Um, but the question that I have is more about the game plan and, and what Garrett is trying to do. Mm. You know, you, you've seen a trend during the league. You, you know, it started with Tennessee, where you had a guy like Ryan Tannehill using two-thirds of his snaps or basically play-action passes, and it helps yeah. the O-line, and it helps yeah. the run game, and, and it uh, and keeps the, the pass rushers from just rushing in right, right away, right? And then you have uh, the Browns with Kevin Stefanski using something very similar, and Kirk Cousins, who's basically starting quarterback just because of that. And then you see Daniel Jones just sitting there in the shotgun and, and taking mm. snaps out of it basically 100% of the time. Why don't we see that in the offense? Is it just because it's the preseason and we only see 5 or 10% of the plays other than the playbook? Mm. Or is it just something that Jason Garrett doesn't like yeah, to do? Because... That's, not, that's not Garrett's scheme. You know, that's not like he's not like, like you know. Because I, I feel like it would it would really help this team if we would see yeah. more of this because it would would help the line and would you know we get you would get that extra yeah. second also for the receivers to, um, yeah. to find their routes to go further downfield. It, it's just something that. Well, Michael, me. I could tell you this, dude. That you're going to see more of that if Saquon is back and playing like Saquon because that changes everything, because. Now you have a play action to Saquon, and now it's a whole different ball game. You know, with linebackers in the secondary. You know, now that's not a big thing with Garrett. I mean, he, you know, he will do some misdirection and all that. But the thing that concerns me about Garrett, and I saw it the other night. I was watching the film of the Patriot game in the first half with Jones, and I saw a lot of the same crap, brother. As far as receivers routes, a lot of the four again the five yard curls, four guys <laughs> running within six yards. Chris, did you did you utter what are we doing here? No, I'm gonna wait on that with Jason until you know until the games count, you know, until okay. they start. But I saw a lot of that. But you know what? You know what, Michael Garrett? A lot of stuff, Michael. Uh, excuse me, Jason Garrett does. I don't like. Mm. But but when 26 went down last year, 
three quarters of what he wanted to do yeah. was thrown out the window. Chris was thrown out the window. Come yeah. on, come on. You you can't have a game plan just around one guy. It just, well, when, it, when that he's will that not yeah, work. But, but Michael, when he's that good and he's that dynamic and clearly your best offensive player, no. I, I yeah, I get what you're saying, but it, it did cripple him. But no, I and I'm not saying 75% of his game plan was sick on. What I'm saying is that it changes yeah. so much of his schemes, Mike. Right. Of what he wants to do during the game. So let's let's get him back. But look, am I concerned about Garrett? Absolutely, dude. A lot of the stuff I see on film when he does, like, oh, Jason, what are we doing here? You know, like, uh, it's the same route <laughs> concept is. and all that. You know, um, but will you see play action, Daniel Boots, and this and that, zone reads? You better, dude. Yeah. You better, because you got to take advantage of your personnel. And if Saquon's back, that changes everything as far as play action. Zone reads, dude. With Daniel Jones, it's a whole different ball game of 26 is playing. It's a whole different ball game. You know, they they weren't worried about zone reads with Alfred Morris last year. You know what I mean? As far as what they're <laughs> gonna be worried about with 26 back this year, you know. So Mike, we'll see in year two, uh, with all the weapons hopefully back. If Jason does a lot, because we, you know what, Mike? We want to see the ball downfield too, right? Yeah. Daniel Jones is one of the best downfield throwers in the league. I'm not saying that it's a fact. It's a fact, okay? So we got to well, see what we'll actually the, the, the sample size is like, you know. It's, oh, it's, I know. It's not 300 passes. I only get that. Yeah. But still, in his attempts, he's been accurate, you know. Um, so we'll see, Mike. We'll see in a few weeks, bro, where, where they're at. And let, let him have a whole healthy squad. And then when they score six points the first game, we'll start destroying them. <laughs> Michael, thanks for chiming in from Switzerland, man. And with a well, microphone. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for everything. having me. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Thanks. It. Have a good one. Take care, Mike. Later. Who's this now? This is Dubs Drill. Who's this guy with the beard, man? Dubs Drill. I guy? can now unmute him. Should Dubs, can now. you hear us? Right on. Can you? I hear love me? that freaking beard, bro. <laughs> you look like you could be playing offensive line for the Giants. <laughs> Maybe a few years ago, and quite a few uh, inches taller. Did you play ball, Dubs? What's your first name? Tim. Tim, did you yeah. play ball back in the day? Um, anecdotally. I played one year in high school and then got hurt. And oh, okay. that's one of my biggest regrets that I didn't. I wasn't there. Are we losing? Uh oh, I think we lost him. I think we lost Dub. Tim, you back? Oh, he's in and out. Yeah, he's in and out. Tim, he's... you're in and out. If you could hear us. Oh, that's terrible. You okay, we got you again. Back now, back now. Back we got now. you. <laughs> you're back. You look like Nick Mangold or the old, the old <laughs> Jet, brother. Yeah. I get that or mankind. Nice. There you go. Nice. Manimal claw, mandible claw, baby. What's up? Hey, I just, it's a, it's a bit of a softball. I love the podcast. This is really cool being able to see you guys on the video, but uh, my kids are getting a little older and want to try and get them involved as far as football in general. I'm not an expert like you guys are, but do you have any tips or tricks in well, getting people excited about it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not an expert. Um, I'm just a big fan uh, who remembers a lot of statistics. So that's that's the furthest thing from an expert. I, Tim, no I, I, Tim, I think what has been successful in that I've made all of my kids Giants fans is uh, making Sunday kind of an event, hmm. uh, making it something to look forward to something to bring the family together and that's why i'm a fan because of my father and I, that's that's i think that's the trick it's just kind of making it a uh, a day to look forward to that's it it's as simple as that you don't need all the memorabilia you just need to have a bonding with them and and make you know 
make it a make it a pleasant event and something that they can look forward to each week. How old are your kids, uh, Tim? Uh, so oldest is sixteen. Oh, the okay. uh, youngest is eleven. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the youngest actually this past Friday or Saturday uh, cheered at a junior high game, and so oh. that's for me. It's just like okay, I need to help help them realize when they're supposed to cheer versus not. So they're cheering for their own team. Well, it also helps. It also helps. Like this is a bad time to try to get a kid to root for the Giants. Right? It just is. Yeah. Like last yeah. four years have been tough. And try to tell your kid, like, oh no, no, don't watch Tampa. Don't watch Kansas City. That yeah, I don't want them. Watch the Giants. So yeah, it's it's a tough time too, bud. Yeah. Your sixteen year old start just starting to get into it. So yeah, the sixteen year old, a lot of it, they're their interest has been anecdotal. And what I mean by that is that my good friend's a Cowboys fan. Mm. So for them, it's just any opportunity to hassle the Cowboys fans. Good start right? that so that, I'm, I'm proud of that. But... Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Good way to start. <laughs> but as far as watching the games, nuts. I think we lost them again. All right. Dubs, thanks for chiming in, buddy. We really appreciate it. Um, Good to finally meet Dubs. He's been a follower of ours forever, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Bellano, Bellano. Sorry, man, I'm butchering. It sounds like a relative of Chris's. What's up, buddy? Can you guys hear me? Yes. This is a nice All Italian right. guy. I can see. I can tell that right off the bat. Yeah, it's Boyano. Oh, Danny Boyano. It's I don't know. It's an well, Irish guy attempted to no, say your name, Danny. You know, know I'm wearing glasses. It's the I couldn't see it. It's an it's an eye. Okay, it's a dotted eye. Oh, we got to can't access your video. I can see it. It's all good. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. So yeah, thanks for having me on. This is so great. I love what you guys do, and it's, it's fun to do this every now and again. So so thanks for that. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, where are you from, Danny? I'm from Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I'm actually a Mets fan. I must confess, full disclosure, uh, and as you could imagine, I have fully turned the corner towards the Giants at this point. Danny, so. Danny, you up, <laughs> you up in Connecticut? Not a Red Sox fan? Well, we're like what the halfway, hell's up with that? We're halfway between, and on this theme of family, my dad was a New York guy, big Mets oh, fan. Okay, big, I got you. Big right. Giants fan. Yeah, a little bit of the Knicks, a little bit of. Uh, Islanders, so but I, I just it was the, the Giants and the Mets stuck. Danny, is Connecticut a lot of Giants, Red Sox up there? It's a mix, you know, yeah. we're like halfway between New England and New York, so half people that's what in I Boston, heard. Yeah. half people yeah. are New York, and then Yankees, Mets, yeah, you know, Jets. There's a whole whole a whole slew of of a um, mixture there. Yep. But uh, what's up, bud? Yeah, so um, uh, I I put in the chat so a lot of stuff you already talked about the uh. The O-line, Daniel Jones and Jason Garrett. So my slant on that will be, I haven't heard much about Pat Flaherty, and I thought he might be one of our keys. It, what kind of confidence do you have that him and the other coaching staff are going to be able to bring the O-line along so that, you know, them, DJ, and the play caller, you know, would they all work together for success or not? Uh, what, what kind of confidence do you have that they're going to be able to bring it along? Well, I tell you what, Danny. <laughs> when you start off answering a question with your I, head in your hand, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, Danny. You know, I like what he was doing with Andrew Thomas up until the other night, and then obviously that confidence was shot down, right? Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, Matt Pert has been up and down this camp. Has been up and down in preseason. Yeah. Um, so I got to be honest with you, dude. I, I know Flaherty's been on a long time. He had good offensive lines, but I don't see much progress right now. I don't see much progress, dude. I really don't. Uh, so it's concerning, you know. Um, look, 
the ones played the other night, everybody was looking forward to seeing the offensive line and Daniel behind them and all that, and it, it was a total and complete disaster in the first quarter, right? Well, yeah, Daniel almost horrible. Daniel almost literally got carried out on a on a slab after Judon blew him up because of a miscommunication. Yeah. So I I I don't have confidence right now, Danny. None. Uh, I mean, Andrew took a huge step back there tonight. Now we got to hope, you know, as they continue to work with him, he corrects some of those issues. He actually explained his issues to us at the podium after the game. He talked about he wasn't square up on one play. He, the hands were wrong. And the other. To me, that can't be happening in year two, brother, you know? So hopefully Flaherty and Rob Sale, the new offensive line coach, and Ben Wilkerson, their assistant coach, they can straighten these problems out. But you're asking me, Danny, am I confident? No. I'm not, dude. I'm not. Not at all. Are you, Danny? I'm not either. No, I'm, I'm hoping that by midseason that they can start to gel. But by that point, it might be too late. And you know, we're in year three of Daniel Jones. And you got to know at the end of the year whether he's the guy. And this might cloud the picture. It's I don't understand why they went. It seems like Dave and the other brass went away from their philosophy of building from within. This year they turned it on its head and they built from without. You know they went for all the playmakers, which I love, but they have they disregarded the offensive line. It just seems like it could be a fatal flaw. Gadget. Yeah, you know they have tried to build the line. It's just they've missed so often, right? Yeah. Like even Reese did. Like he picked Flowers, he picked Pew, Richburg. You know we drafted Andrew Thomas, we drafted Hernandez high, brought in Nate Solder traded for Kevin Zeitler like it's it's not like this is the year you're right Danny this is the year where it was all right man you have three or four linemen that you could probably take in this draft that we'd say I don't care take Wyatt Davis take Slater take Banks take these guys and they didn't take one they didn't take one and when you're <laughs> you bring in these receivers you bring in all these weapons and you're rolling the dice on this line that's when it's like it's all on you guys. It's all on, on, and I have to think, you know, we always kill Gettleman and I, we kill Gettleman. I get it. But you have to think that if Joe judge said, Hey, I, I need another guard. I need a, a, a tackle that Gettleman's going to get it. I, I would think, but I guess they're both saying not, nah, you know what? We're going to roll with this and, and go from here. Chris, I mean, do you agree with that or no? That last. Well, part? if they finish six and 11 this year and Gettleman gets launched the hell out of here, then we'll start leaking out as whether or not, he was judged was overruled with that okay. 13 pick. Fair enough. I was just asking somebody very close to the situation and I that exact question. Hey, yeah. do you think Judge wanted Slater at 13 and was overruled by Dave? Right. And my and the answer was, you know what, Chris? I don't know. We'll find that out after yeah. Gettleman's gone if this is a bad year. Good you know? one. All right. Um now, Danny, look, I said it a million times. At 13, I would have ran to the podium and drafted Slater. Eleven, right? Needed offensive lineman, right, dude? Okay. Oh yeah, I wanted that so bad. Right. We need an offensive lineman. I mean, you know, I, I, Aaron Banks of the 49ers, my boy from Notre Dame. I think he went in the third round or late second, whatever it was. Yeah. I was telling Jerry, Jerry could tell you this, dude. Take yeah, him. Take him. Banks in the second yeah. round, whatever. Yeah. He's starting right guard for the 49ers. Right. Yeah. So I mean, they kept they kept saying we didn't see the value, we didn't see the value, but they they kept over they kept overlooking the picks yeah you know they they traded went later they, they had the picks in their hand and you decided not to go there it's look they had confidence in this offensive line going into the season and i tell you what danny if this uh, right now it doesn't look good but 
there's plenty of time left in this game. We all know yeah, this. Season hasn't yeah. even, the season hasn't even started yet. So yeah. But if if the season is a failure because of this offensive line, a lot of people are going to have to answer for that, and that includes John Mara, brother. You know what? Mm. Gettleman's going to be gone, and I want to know who the hell thought this. And, and you know what? <laughs> and that includes Judge, brother. Yeah. Judge is going to you know his. Uh, hey, Joe, you told us that you have confidence in these guys. What yeah. the hell made you think you had confidence in these guys? We just when finished no, five and no twelve one, when no one else did, right? Or, or they were skeptical at best. There is, Danny. I've talked to people around the league. Yeah. Okay, I, I, the people I'm with every day in the media. Nobody, nobody thought that this line was solid enough to say, okay, we we don't have to go out and sign a big free agent or obviously draft one or two guys. Nobody thought that, you know, except. Gentlemen, Judge, and his scouts. Yeah. So we'll see how it turns out, brother. Danny. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Danny, thanks for calling in, bud. Appreciate yeah, it, man. You bet. Hey, one last thing. Um, yeah. My birthday, November 28th, is when we play the Eagles yeah. at MetLife. So nice. you got to have a win that day. Nice. Absolutely. Sagittarius, right. pal. Take care, man. Yep. You got it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Later. Good luck. Sam Beal stinks is coming up. We're frozen with Sam Beal stinks. So, Sam, you there? I can hear something. I hear something. Oh, wait, I see a face. You hear me? Yeah. What are you in a car? Yeah, I'm in the car. What's up? You you look like you're in a spaceship. You're all dark. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Uh, Listen, listen. Sam Beal blows. I don't know how he made the team. Um, He has something against Gettleman. I don't know what's going on right now. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I can make the team. So uh, it's it's it's, just, it's unbelievable. Do, do, Sam Bill sucks. Uh, if that's your name, do you think he made it only because he was a supplemental pick? I think he made it because Gettleman has a big ego, and uh, for the fact that he's wrong, just like Jones, just like Thomas, just like all these guys. So <laughs> he he's just spiraling this team down, and uh, I just. I can't believe that this guy is still GM, how the scouting department still exists, that drafts O-line, they blow. I, I just, I, it's unbelievable how these guys still have jobs. So, so you're not real big in the front office right now, Sam, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that they don't know how to draft O-line. They're good at, they're good at everything else but O-line. It's been the case uh, for not, a while, huh? Yep, not going to argue with him, brother. Especially yeah. that ego part. Especially that ego pop. Not gonna argue with him. Sam, you're bringing up wonderful points, buddy. I can't even argue with you. No, well, I know. Sam, I know, dude. They're just actual. Look, we'll see what happens with these roster moves. There's gonna be a couple more roster moves. We'll see if Bill survives or not. But um, he might be there, brother. You might, you might want to go out and buy his jersey tonight. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, who knew this guy would make the team? It, it, listen, good for the kid. I mean, I, I'm happy for him, but I, I don't understand how he made it. That's, that's, but you know it is what it is. Yeah. Look, we we were all kind of surprised he made the fifty three, I and mean, we'll see what happens, man. That's Sam Beal sucks. I'm I'm happy that like you're the first person to make this work with a cell phone. I don't know how you did it, but congratulations. Yeah, that's I, that's a pretty good accomplishment right there. You're actually listed here twice. You're Sam Beal sucks and Sam and Sam Beal stinks. So you're in here twice. So <laughs> anyway, buddy, thanks um, for calling in, brother. Thank you, man. Oh, Sam Beal's still on. Sam, hang up, buddy. Hang up, Sam. All right. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, and we'll catch up next week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do this again next week where we'll be previewing a game for the first time in forever. 
And maybe we'll do call-ins. Maybe we'll do uh, questions. I like call-ins way more than questions, got to be honest with you, because the questions get repetitive. The call-ins, when they, they can see us, what we're talking about. So I kind of like that. And then, you know, people aren't asking the same questions over and over again. So yeah. anyway, anything else, Chris? No, that's it, man. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. And thanks for everyone calling in and watching this. Appreciate it. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.